Okay. So my idea, I saw on uh, Facebook or uh, social media somewhere where uh, people are pushing for six weeks or two months of uh, maternity leave. Uh, and uh, it's because because they have that in Europe. And I think that's a horrible idea. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, the first reason... Uh, is it just maternity leave or maternity and paternity? I'll get there. Both. All right. Um, the, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but the first reason is postpartum depression. So a lot of mothers get uh, postpartum depression. And I don't know if science kn- knows really whether it's hormonal after giving birth or just because changing diapers and not getting sleep sucks. <laughs> I think it's the lack of sleep, but we'll, we'll, uh, we'll get there. Yeah. And anyway... Uh, and depression, a lot, a lot of uh, what people think is, is depression is sort of a, a chemical thing. A lot of that's BS, too. Like, science is starting to question uh, people who are on antidepressant, antidepressant medication and whether it's really a, uh, an issue with their brain or whether they're just depressed because they live shitty lives, you know? Um, <laughs> Well, you can speak to that, Tom. You don't have to be married to speak to that. <laughs> yeah, I can speak to that part of it. Um, so, yeah, the science of, of like uh, chemistry leading to depression and stuff is sort of weak, and a lot of it's pseudoscience. I like the fact junk. that you're just using all these sciencey words, like you know, it's like science and chemistry and, and stuff, like global warming, yeah, kind of thing. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I, I, basically, I think the same thing is probably true with postpartum depression that it's probably <laughs> right, not. Right. Right. There's no uh, hormonal. There's no physiological change in the body at all. That it's just it's normal. Right, right. They should just feel wonderful. Just, well, obviously there's some like healing going on or think? whatever, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Tom, being a doctor, has has studied this extensively. We're gonna lock the door before the women's group gets here. Rising and so, next, Tom. Hey, I, I, I'm on the right side here, believe it or not. So. uh it sort of makes sense to have six weeks of maternal leave in Europe because they have lots of vacation for everything. They have like four to four to eight weeks paid vacation per year, depending on the country. Some countries have a maximum thirty-five hour work week. In yep. some cases, um, my my thought is, shouldn't we be fighting for those forms of work leave rather than the one form of work leave that would increase postpartum depression? Wait. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Wait. And have no effect Wait. on men whatsoever. So staying Wait, home yeah. with your yeah. baby for yeah. eight weeks after you give birth is just going to increase depression because it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Why would anybody fight for that? So so for, so first of all, no, it's it's not going to – during the day is the good part. That's when your baby sleeps. It's at night. Your baby is awake all night. You're trying to sleep. So already, I'm sorry, I'm not on board with this. Okay, I, I haven't even told you the idea. I solved that part too. <laughs> this, um, this is the basis. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> everything else is going to be still based the, on this. Yes, you have to buy into this. We're still building the yeah, premise. Right, right. I got it. Right. I yeah, it. I build slow. <laughs> oh man, um, it's like a diesel engine. It takes a while to get started. So we're talking about maternal leave. The f- the first reason increasing it, I think, is a bad idea, is because it would increase depression. The second reason, it'll increase discrimination against women. So taking more time off of work, six to eight weeks, is going to hurt the employer. And they'll, well, they'll, they'll try to pass laws about, okay, you can't discriminate against these women for taking two months off. 
Um, but it's hard to prove those things. So as, uh, you can pass all the laws in the world, and it's not going to make a difference, <laughs> right? So, so just, so just point of order, they didn't try. They they have passed those laws, but yeah, I, I get, I get well, what you're saying. No, yeah. they, they haven't can, because can, they don't have laws to even require maternal leave. I no, yeah, they, I, no, I, I do. My have, people, they have leave. family leave and whatever act. It's not by it's not by law. Uh, my people of my business, I never gave. The, that leave to do you have more than 50 people no all right so there are different yes different rules so yes yeah there's like fmla or something like that that yeah. you do have to have something yeah and if you only have a couple of employees you can be really hard on them if you have a lot yes i was yeah. okay. your niceness is how many people work <laughs> yeah. for you has to go yeah. up you gotta keep it at 49 <laughs> but yeah I, I get what you're saying and so you, you, you can't prove you can't yeah Unless somebody says something really stupid, like pulls a Donald Trump and just blurts some <laughs> stupid shit out, then maybe you could sue him. But unless that happens, you're sort of screwed. That's right. And the, the solution that social media um, activists seem to, to want to do is they want to give men the time off, too. So that way it's equal. Yeah, I'm in. Um, so then you're just doubling. I, I was depressed when my kids were born. I understand that totally. I needed time off to I, recoup. No, time off just makes it worse is what I'm saying. <laughs> I you know. need time off from the time off. I know. That's why I'm going to argue your premise. You don't deserve the time. I'm going to say, yes, you do. Been there. It's depressing to have kids, Tom. Talk, <laughs> okay. to, your, talk to your parents. Are, are your kids listening? <laughs> no, I hope not. Um, so Not safe for kids. <laughs> so the solution of just having the men take all the time off too – so, okay, so maybe it'll reduce discrimination against women and it'll just make it discrimination against parents in general. Yeah, I don't know if that'll really reduce. I mean, if a woman's coming in to work and, you know, she's eight months pregnant, you're going to be like, yeah, yeah. I, that, so I still think the women, so I still don't think you've solved the problem. Well, no, exactly. he, he hasn't given exactly. us a solution yet. He's working I'm, up to I, it. I'm just, or working down to it. That's what you do. You go on Shark Tank, you describe yeah. the problem, yeah, yeah, and then right. you describe now, how and you're going to fix it. Yeah, yeah they're a lot faster than Shark Tank. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe Shark Tank has edited it better. Yeah, they edit it. <laughs> well, tell us, Tom, how would you solve this problem of all these people wanting all this time off yes. just for no good reason? Uh, the entire world is listening, Tom. I'm not even there yet. So, <laughs> so people seem to not give a shit about employers. Like, oh, okay, if people take all this time off, it's going to hurt the employers. Fuck them. You know, like yeah. they don't seem to care. Like it's like it's no big deal at all. Or the but, contractors, people who aren't employed, that they just get contracts. Don't forget about them. They, yeah. they aren't allowed to get. Pregnant. Let's forget about yeah, this. <laughs> um, so, um, I was trying to help you, Tom. <laughs> so, we were talking about maternity leave. So, maternity leave increased depression, right? Uh, increased discrimination, the fake depression, hurt the companies yes. more, hurt the economy in general right. more. And then, even we're after maternity leave ends, uh, when people go back to work. Um, they're more there's, depressed. There's yeah, they're more depressed because yes. it's more stressful yes. now. They're doing everything more, they've been more through. Things. Yeah, and also uh, they're getting less sleep. So even if they are there, their hours are less productive and less productive and once they get. Time back. is your idea yeah. to just stop getting pregnant. Is that <laughs> exactly stop um, having babies? <laughs> no, um, sterilize the world. Good idea. So before I get to the idea, so I looked up baby development. Like oh man, you age, actually looked it up. We. Yeah. We're about to get hit by a K-bomb here. All right. knowledge bomb for you. All right. According okay. to my research. Go ahead. So 
hearing matures for a baby by the end of the first month, so they can't even really hear. They can't see. So it doesn't matter at first. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Just exactly. cuss them out. Whatever. Yeah. Sense of sight <laughs> gradually develops over six to eight months. Some of this is new science, by the way. They didn't know this twenty years right. ago. Leave them in the bedroom while you're having um, sex. They'll never remember it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you did? Yes. Um, Strapped him to the bars. <laughs> what? Look this way. <laughs> Honey, this is kinky. Okay. <laughs> the uh, baby's watching with the cat. <laughs> when you said strap him to the bars, you mean they're actually... The crib. The crib's in the bedroom. Oh, I was picturing them actually on the bed. No, they're so in they're the like crib. So they're bouncing up. No, you, <laughs> no, when you have a baby, you actually put the crib in the bedroom. And you don't bars. want them to bounce off the bed, so... <laughs> Strap down the baby. There's a lot of bouncing going on. (laughs) That could be a good uh, expression for like a or a good country song. You know, it's a great country song lyric. Um, So first words for baby. Strap them down so you don't bounce them off. Uh, First words for the baby: eight to sixteen months old. Sentences by about two years. Potty training between two or three years old. Autobiographical memories start forming between age two and three. But all of those earliest memories are usually forgotten by adulthood. So we hope. Because of all of the economic things, discrimination, depression, and the fact that the baby won't remember anything anyway, uh, why do you need to be there at all? Couldn't you just <laughs> ship the baby off to like a – this is my idea. I call them baby boarding houses. Just send send the baby off to a baby boarding house until he's potty trained. So until he's two and a half years old, and then take him home. Two and a, at two and a half, you figure they're potty trained. Two and a half. You're used to training dogs, Tom. Babies are not potty trained at two and a half. Well, so, According to ours. Google, two to three years old. Well, yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah. Well, um, my kids weren't that talented. Well, well once, once, Maybe. They, once they have professionals doing it, it'll exactly. be... Exactly. There you go. So, um, the baby boarding house, uh, it'd be 24-hour care for the baby. Uh, and you could still come visit. You could sniff its head or whatever mothers like to do. <laughs> and you can, you can, like... The, the mothers spend more time it, sniffing can, the diapers uh, than the heads. Yeah. To Sadly, see if they yes. need to be changed. Yeah. There's a lot you, of diaper sniffing that you goes on. You can visit it on your own time. Yes. So, like, first of all, you get a good night's sleep. Um, you can visit it. If you, if visit you have refreshed. to stay late for yeah. work, you could stay late for work and visit it on your own time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, maybe if you do it a couple hours a day, normally, like, 6 to 8 p.m., one mm-hmm. day you could show up at, like, 9 PM or something. Tom, were you abandoned as a child? I mean, or is this uh, harking back to, to your youth or something? Uh, no. Like, really? We were your parents there? So, you, yeah. you don't know. So this, yeah. this is just like... They did, uh, I did break my leg when I was a baby because I rolled off the bed. Ah. Hopefully it, Wait, it they wasn't broke you, because... They, they broke were, your leg because you no. rolled off the bed? <laughs> yeah. Or you broke your leg I, when you rolled off the bed? And so you object- I rolled off the bed. They were angry, so they kicked me. <laughs> And what? Like snap the leg. You like should have Chuck been Norris. under the care of professionals. No, I, I fell off the bed. <laughs> okay. and hopefully, it wasn't because they were having sex and, and they didn't time it. Well, I know you got to strap gotta, them gotta down. Baby, down. A lot of bouncing yeah, going you know, on. It, so yeah, uh, first six to nine months is very important. Yeah. So 
You, you can right. visit so, it. If something's on TV, you can skip yeah. that day, whatever. So I have to say, as a parent with young children. How old are your kids? Uh, one and five. Oh, that's and, why I picked and, you. And we may even have more. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, well, you may have more on the way? Well, no, not, not not yet. But I'm just saying we're not you're even waiting for so the baby board. You're staying in thinking. practice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the heavy sleeper and yeah. you're in practice. All right. <laughs> so – I am like ninety percent on board with this idea because <laughs> who you are. <laughs> I am like I'm like ninety percent on the way there. Yeah, because taking ship care, the kids out, taking care of babies. Oh my goodness, that is just that's just so much work. And it's it just the idea I could ship them off and have somebody else do all the hard work. I could come visit them after work. You know, say hi. I'm your dad. That's wonderful. You know, that yeah. can imagine that. Yeah. I mean, who imagine. wants all that work? Right. Exactly. I, I can mean, still visit them three, <laughs> three, four hours a day. I mean, that's still a lot of, that's more quality time than I get with my kids now. Yeah, oh my and I'm, I'm going to be refreshed because I wasn't up half the night with them. My wife's going to be refreshed. I, the, the, maybe now I say two, 90% of the way there, because I think probably like three or way into their potty training is a little bit too long. But, this, to, but ship them out for two years at least. Yeah, well, a year the and a baby half boot camp, at least. Just, yeah, you know You're when in. they're you know, and, and the best part is with with a place like this, you know they, you know they can, ha- they're professionals. They know what you're doing because I, I don't know if you guys know this, but they let anybody have kids. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just anybody can have a kid, and it is the hardest thing you will ever do. Like there's so much you have to know. Well, you might not know this, but I actually wrote a book on parenting called Look Out, I'm Parenting Here to Survive a Guide for the Single or Busy Parent that you should pick up at your local bookstore or Amazon.com. This is a plug for me. Yeah. As long as <laughs> this is why I picked you for this episode, too. Really? Is that, so, you want to talk to me about that parenting? That sounds amazing. Tell That's, me more. Tell everybody what your right, uh, first draft How much would I pay was. for that? <laughs> My, uh, Uncle Teddy's Toddler Tips. <laughs> And they That's said it great. sounded a little perverted, and I had to change the title from Uncle Teddy's Dollar Desk. That's a working title. It does sound creepy, doesn't it? <laughs> That's a little so bit. Uncle funny, Teddy. though. I can picture you you walking into a publisher's office. <laughs> you have this draft that you're so – you're beaming with pride, and you're looking at her with like – uh, yeah. Just uh, Wait, eyes you, of like anticipation. anticipation yeah, so this will be great. They love this. You Did sold this yes. book with that title? Uh, no, to the no, publisher. No, I well, I did submit it. You submit it, and they, a, but they they took it seriously I, with that title. to a literary agent. Yeah, and they I that was the first literary, comment. very yeah. loosely <laughs> no, used term here. No, no. no, the way the industry goes, you have to submit to a literary agent, mm-hmm. and they submit it to publishers. And the first comment was, "You got to change the title." And I said, "Why?" And they told me it sounded a little, yeah, sound little like pervy. Yeah, but yeah. You, no, I, that, good change. Good but you change. actually, the first person I ever gave parenting advice to was my sister, who had kids, and I was the uncle to her kids. So I was Uncle Teddy to the kids she's raising. So I thought hey, these are my toddler yeah. tips from Uncle Teddy. So it made sense to me. Right. What was a toddler tip example? A short one. An example of a toddler tip? Well, they're serious. They aren't, they aren't comedic. The first one is let love be your guide. Create structure. Be uh, consistent. Be in the moment. It's too vague to be useful. I don't, it's, not, it's not funny. It's is that like fun. a chapter title and you go into more detail? No, no. Well, no. That, the book is divided in three sections. The first is uh, Teddy's Toddler Tips. The next section is getting through the day. And then the third section are life lessons, catch-alls. So the first section are just the basic fundamental rules of parenting, like – Defer to love. If if everything else goes wrong, you're not sure what to do. Defer back to love. So let because love if, be your guide. if they don't read that, they'll just defer to hate and. Uh... <laughs> 
Because <laughs> you'd really well, no. If they don't read that. that, they'll probably send their kids off to some camp for two years. <laughs> Yeah. And they'll be swaddled by somebody they, they've never seen before. Actually, you know, I think— What is swaddling? I think— That's a weird baby word that I don't know what it means. <laughs> that, Tom, it, it's just the way you wrap your baby when they're first born. That it, it's like it, a papoose-like yeah. thing. Actually, they like did. A mummy. They did this in in Germany. Yeah. I think uh, Hitler did this with the the, the Hitler youth. <laughs> You're not <laughs> helping the case, Teddy. <laughs> they sent them off to a place and swaddled them, and they had just nurses that took care of all these newborn babies that were being raised up for the Third Reich, and yeah. they turned out to be just really fine citizens. I, I I'm sure. <laughs> so I, I invoke well, God. I, I wouldn't I blame Tom those Winger. babies for the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> they were just babies. They did, they are not guilty of anything. No. Well, they might be now. You don't know. But I'm saying they, babies need love and affection. I don't think they can just, get love and affection at the at the. You can pay for 100%. love. Pay for it. Heck yeah. Yeah. They, a professional lover. Well, well, what do you think a nanny is? This is this exactly. is what rich people use nannies, and but the, they raise a lot of good kids. And the babies have to be held and nurtured. Yeah. yeah, well, you you've had babies. babies. I'm not saying you just log it in a in a <laughs> in a dark room, dark, dank cellar somewhere. <laughs> you have that's, your, the, that's the discount place. You have your baby in your arm every hour, 24 hours a day well, when they're first born. Somebody else will do that. No, well, you got to have one person for every baby. Why not be the parents? Yeah, it, yeah. So to how I'll much get to that? How I'll much get... you're going to pay these people to do this? I might take your babies. Because it sounds like you don't want to take care of them. Send them to me and pay me. I will swaddle your children. <laughs> yeah, but can you do as cheap as this mass mass factory that Tom's proposing? Oh, of, I'm of proposing that uh, the government pay for it. And here, here, <laughs> here's why. That means everybody. That, the government doesn't have any money. That, that means all of us are going to pay for that's it. That's communism. So That's socialism. Uh, so let me get to why. Um, so right, let me Bernie. get to some of the benefits of this system. Tom's so, turning into Bernie Sanders all of a sudden. It, okay. so, it solves the discrimination issue in the workplace due to baby leave. So, because nobody's tired from raising the baby, nobody's taking time off because of the baby. So, it's really the only system. All of the previously proposed systems, like giving the men the time off to. That's just worse. It's just, it? it's just worse. It just, yes. it's, it's not really addressing the issue. My, my solution is the only one to really address that issue. No postpartum, postpartum depression. Because that doesn't exist, obviously, in your world. Because you're not doing the, the – you, you can still go out and have fun. You can yeah. still And you wouldn't be depressed work. then, right. would you? You're not, yeah. You're not depressed. You can go visit your kid. You're not yeah. refreshed. Yeah. You hold them for those three yeah. hours. Right. Put them down. And well thought out, Tom. You're not hurting the employer. <laughs> Um, and so I get His really... whole world revolves around the employer. Have you noticed that? Right, right. It's not about family or having children. It's about the employer and the job. Well, think about this, though. As a society, does it make sense to have smart people devote their limited energy and brain power to doing menial tasks like changing diapers? So, so it's an efficient... Efficiency argument. This is, this is like Adam Smith. We're just dividing up. People do the best they can. Well, we divide up labor piece. in every aspect of our society. There we have uh, uneducated people drive trash trucks and cook our food in restaurants. And you think the people are uneducated that drive factories? trash trucks? Is yes. that what you're saying? 
I would hope so. Otherwise, well, I don't think been, I don't think they have PhD. Well, that's I been mean, my life goal. Just, I, I mean, really always wanted to be. Well, I wanted to be the guy riding on the back. Really, I didn't want to be the guy. In well, what was stopping you? I mean, did, I don't do you, think they do you have. Need a I think they automated that job away. I think they did too. I think it's gone. I'm too old. I can't do that anymore. All right. At my age, well, there's only well, you're limited. Well, I, I have good news. So they haven't automated completely because they they, they still still, still do it in some places. Really, uh, with the guys sitting on the back. Guys sitting on the back. Yeah, like at my house, if I put. The, the trash thing too close to the utility pole. He has to get out of the truck and throw oh, it in, and then yeah. he gets mad. He's hating you. So he puts it right in the middle of the driveway. So as yeah. I'm pulling in, I'm glad we had this complete tangent. So I just remember I have to get out of my car. It is just like he <laughs> got to get out of his car. So he's like a passive aggressive garbage man. Wait, wait. What is the education level required for garbage men? Because we have not we have not solved this yet. Uh, forget that. Who oh. cares? So, GED. It's so GED. Do we really? Society has a limited amount of brain power and energy. Some of it's in, and it's divided up unequally amongst human brains. Right, right. And if we take the smart people's brains and bog them down with menial tasks, like. Instead of curing cancer, they're changing their baby's diaper. Well, then maybe we just have the smart people use this service, and the dumb people won't have to. Right? Well, because they're collecting garbage for the most part. But I'll get to that. So, all right. There's an expression like, "If Bill Gates for it, if he sees a quarter on the road, does it is it economical for him to bend over and pick it up?" And they say that, oh, the quarter has to be worth $50,000 for it to be worth Bill Gates' time to pick up the quarter or something ridiculous. But maybe he'll learn something in that experience that he'll bring back. Or he'll throw his back out. Well, well, <laughs> what can he possibly learn picking up a quarter? But well, I, I say the same it, thing applies to, to changing though. a diaper. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously the, val- the, the financial number would be lower. But like yeah. you and I, we're programmers who make... Right. Oh, you don't have to change we're diapers. Educated and, you yeah. can leave your kids diaperless and just kind of housebreak no. them like puppies. See... Yeah, I, see, I'm okay with this because it's not even about education level. It's about skill. I mean, if one person is changing diapers, you know, all day, every day, they're going to be the best diaper changer in the world, whereas everyone else is just wasting time trying to figure out how to get those legs to quit wiggling and, you know, I forget to cover up the front, so now they're peeing all over the place. So, I, I, again, I'm with Tom. I'm like 90% oh, here with house break idea. the kids. Make them go outside to pee. That's what I did. My puppies do that really yeah. well. <laughs> Just a matter of well, months, you can have them going outside, take crap out there. I heard there's a place where they they like train their kids just by whistling when they pee, and they're like potty trained by a year. So this is not <laughs> by whistling. That's well, they wh- they whistle every time they they pee, and then it's it's like Pavlov's dog, you know. So now the next time they whistle, the kid just starts peeing, and they're about, potty trained by one. Wow. Wow. Here's, here's I'm a, sure someone will fact I wanna, check me on I wanna, that. Yeah, I want to train my ex wife. Here's something you, I just thought of. <laughs> Miss, your ex-wife isn't potty trained, is that? Uh, we can't go there. Okay. Um, I have a couple of them, so they won't know which one I'm talking about. Well, I worked, for, really I worked for a medical device no. company, and a lot of women, when they give birth, it damages stuff down there, so they lose some bowel control. Oh, my gosh. Tom. And they have uh, medical surgeries and stuff for that. Right. Uh, I think it's like one in eight Well, women. thank you for sharing. Right. So okay, what it does seems that have cruel that you're insulting your wife if that's no, what happened. No, I'm not saying that at all. Um, so I did. You're the one that's abandoning children, and I see. We are cruel. not I don't know. I don't uh, We are giving them, them the best care they could possibly get in an in, in, in institution instead of being home with you. 
Well, hey, you know, there's people there taking care of them. That's I'm right. still visiting That's them. Right. You know, refresh again, really quali- Plus, good quality time. Let's say your kid is ten and he he finds out. Oh, I shipped you away until you were two and a half to have somebody else change your diapers. Is that kid going to be upset? Well, you know, actually, no, no way. <laughs> He's not going to give a rat's ass. Yeah. You know what that kid's next question is going to be? Um, can I watch Power Rangers? Because yeah. that's, that's what's Well, actually, happen. you do ship your kids away to daycare of some sort. Most everybody does after yeah, a couple right. months. And so somebody's watching them during the daytime. But you are there in the evening with them. And there's something about bonding with your children. How I, much I'm, bonding is really happening at 4 a.m. when it's crying and you're getting... A lot. They're not bonding with anybody else. And they got you on demand. But... What's important is is not the job or the career or everybody being efficient at work. What's important is raising children. So it's not important to cure cancer. No, not nearly. Or as to, a, to think maximize. of all the mothers and fathers. Are you curing cancer? I, I'm freeing up time of important people. Right. <laughs> we are we are all doing like our this. job for the cancer curing industry. Sure. So a lot of jobs are pointless or even counterproductive to society, like working at a tobacco company or something. But. I'm operating under the assumption that most jobs are somewhat useful to I don't, society. I don't, I, I don't even understand how you segregate people into smart people and dumb people. Yeah. Uh, how you don't recognize that everybody has certain skills and certain school uh, tools and everybody brings something to the party by, by saying you're just too stupid and you shouldn't be, your time is not valuable where somebody else's is, is valuable. I don't think that's correct. We're not equal <laughs> mentally. You and I? We're equal by the law, but... Man, it, so in this group, are we equal here, Tom? Look, I, I think we're getting we're getting away from <laughs> because whether or not you know people, we, you can people say all the stupid not, platitudes you yeah. want, like how we're all equally competent, well, or we it, all have our own. We do talent. We do. You don't think so? Talent you think there's some people who are just not talented at all, have nothing yes. going for them? Just, talent is not equally distributed. You spent too much Life time at Walmart that way. Tom, you're killing your own argument here because yes. <laughs> Changing diapers is a real talent, and people who are good at it should be the ones doing it at this service. I, I, so I, I think let's get back to the job. So, all, right, all right. So we'll need to hire a lot of dumb people to do this. Not oh necessarily God. dumb oh my people, God. Oh no. but uneducated no. You're losing people. losing me. You're losing me. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not Trump. I, I can't I wait for this interview. Yeah. I don't call them losers. Are you yeah. dumb enough <laughs> to work here? Um, so jobs for uneducated my kids off to loot. I'm helping these people. people out. That's right. Jobs for uneducated people are going away, and they're never going to come back. That's like right. Factory jobs, but thanks and to like you, truck the driving dumb people. jobs. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm providing a huge boon to the uh, dumb people to the yes. job market for people who are left behind by left behind increasing the technology. short bus people, those with special needs, just people who d- didn't graduate college or whatever. They don't. Ha- they can't. Didn't graduate from computers. college. Tom? Or didn't graduate college? I think they're both grammatically <laughs> correct. I don't know. We need, I'm not an English yeah. teacher. Somebody do a grammarly check of that sentence. We'll, we'll find Software out Software engineers answer. know relevant things that grammar is overvalued. We don't waste we'll our time. Yes. We don't waste our time correcting every stupid spelling error like a English teacher. We have more important Like somebody that's educated. About. I understand. Good. Um. So I'm providing, first of all, a recession-proof job uh, market for these people. That's true. It is recession-proof because people are always having babies. Yes. So Tom's got us on that one. Yeah. Yeah. And 
The other thing is, eventually, actually, I've watched a YouTube video about predictions for the year 2050, and one of the predictions was that babies would be raised by robots. Well, I think I think babies are actually going to be robots, Tom. So, well, eventually, yeah, probably. Yeah, they are. But uh, our descendants are eventually going to be mechanical. All right, well, we're getting really Maybe futuristic I, on here. I, what I don't want to go that. That's going to be my invention, my creation for the day. But so. Basically, my, my argument is, if we don't want these jobs to all be taken by robots or Mexicans, Mexicans are fine. Yeah, we got to employ Mexicans yes. if they live here. I don't know if they're educated, but they they work cheap. They'd be perfect. Yes, they have. If lots Trump's of kids. not elected, no wall. We got lots of Mexicans coming in um, that need jobs. Exactly. <laughs> well, Tom's trying to figure out: is it racist to agree or racist to not agree? <laughs> Exactly. Um, where, where were we? So basically, if we right, he's going to turn into politically correct now. Oh, yeah. If we don't, Save all the kids off. But I'm yeah. so politically correct. We have to beat the robots to the punch if we want to create this economy, this job market for we people. Do. We do have to beat the robot. beat the robots. robot uprising. I yes. guess. If I we agree. wait until t- 20 years, then the robot technology will be there, and then people will just hire robots. But yeah. if we get the infrastructure in place to provide these jobs for for dumb people. And the, the, the people that used to ride on the back of garbage trucks that are now looking for a job. Right. Maybe not. Well, that's where the robots belong. Is the so, back of the garbage truck. I think they're there. I yeah, think the arm okay. is already there. So my thought is, so for the first few months of the baby, uh, since they can't hear, really, they can't see. It doesn't the, matter. The caretakers, Put they don't even cloth. have to know English, really. They don't have to read. <laughs> so those are the people you would put... So for the first few Tom, months. Tom, you know those children understand language before they can use language. No. Well, yeah, at yeah. some point. But the the, the, the set physical sense of hearing just isn't there right away. The physical sense of sight, the brain hasn't mapped the eyeball to the brain yet properly. It doesn't. But they aren't hearing with their eyeball. Or ear. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, same thing. You know, I, I, like I said, I'm like maybe, maybe, so... maybe all after the dumb people thing. I'm only eighty percent of the way there, but so I'm still like ninety percent of, of this. Of this being a good it's idea, brilliant. It's it, brilliant. Yeah, it's, yeah. Well, maybe not two and a half, but I mean, and they do need to speak English because kids do learn how to talk. Not and for respond. the first few months. Okay, okay maybe if their if their brain doesn't process okay. sound right, maybe it doesn't process sound right. right. Maybe for the first three months. I'm just waiting matter, for him but... to say we got to get rid of the Jews first before we do this. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> I think that other <laughs> Jews got to so, fall. Okay. So, so let me get so okay, one of the after, after, so after, wrong. I didn't know you after the three months. I'm sorry, one of the poorest countries is India. I, India. <laughs> Indian people are the best people. people in the world at language skills. They always win the script spelling bee. They speak English really well compared to like uh, Chinese and Japanese people and other other nationalities. They they just learn languages really well. Yeah, they buddy. have superb buddy. language skills. There's a billion of them in poverty just waiting to be hired to do this. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they have a little accent, but you it's. Think? <laughs> It's, it's, it's nothing compared it's to some other accents. I worked with and it. Your, your, yeah. your kids are going to talk like this. No, no, no the, <laughs> they're teaching language. They're, yeah, go go ahead, Tom. We're just going to run by <laughs> That's that almost, statement. The Indian accent is almost more of a tone than it is an accent. Yeah. 
It's oh, almost buddy. Uh, I don't know, buddy. I don't know. They get all the consonants and vowel sounds pr- pretty close. It's just a little high pitched and a little. It's a little off, but it's pretty. But damn it's okay. Close. It's good enough. It's good enough, especially if you're raising dumb children. <laughs> no, no, no. Raised by dumb people. Yeah, well, not necessarily. Okay. Well, the well, yeah, but dumb. some percentage of those are going to be dumb kids. <laughs> okay, so but it's no so, some other benefits normal. of this system. Uh, I missed what you said. I said it's no larger percentage than than it is now. But well, you, are, you only have smart people sending their kids there, well, but still, some percentage well, no, of those no, are well, going to no, be. No, I thought it was everybody. Yeah, everybody sends their kids there. Yeah, and Even the dumb people, people who watch do them. that for a living would send their kids there. Yeah, but, yeah. This is that total way because they're they're smart enough down. to watch their own children. No, they 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 could watch their own children there, but they would raise them there for now, the first. There probably be policies that way they could go home and they deserve good night's sleep too. Oh my god! Okay, so everybody's night sleeps matters. Yes. So the environmental benefits of this environmental <laughs> benefits. There's oh, environmental man. benefits. I can't wait to hear no this more one. global warming because we got all the dumb people in one place. <laughs> it's always annoyed me that every person with a with kids has an SUV. Because when I was a kid, we didn't we had a car. We didn't need an SUV. People don't re- really need SUVs unless they have more than two kids. It's stupid. But anyway. I don't think I can dissuade. So you're saying smaller cars, not just SUVs, but just smaller cars. But I don't think I can dissuade people who have kids from buying SUVs, but they can wait longer. Well, they can take two cars. Yeah, they can, but they, they, they all want SUVs for some reason. Yeah. But since, they don't, off. since the kids don't come home for two and a half extra years, they can drive their, their normal car for two and a half more years of their life. Yeah. So that's, that's two and a half less ga- SUV gas guzzling years. That's right. All right. Good plan. Give us some more uh, positive of this okay. dystopian future. Uh, so having these gives people more time to prepare. So like if a 15-year-old kid knocks up his uh, girlfriend, <laughs> he could uh, – so it will be like nine months before she gives birth plus the two and a half years. So he could like get his GED, go to trade school, learn how to fix air conditioners. And by the time the baby – comes home, he'll have a steady income he'll if be, he chooses to do so. On the back of that garbage truck, he'll be ready. Yeah. He'll be up and running. So, and then other countries uh, tend to copy what the U.S. does. And so if we have these uh, baby uh, boarding houses, they might have them in Africa. And there's a huge problem with malaria in Africa it, where where it kills super young babies, but once they're a couple years old, people can live through malaria. So if you ship off all these babies to uh, baby boarding houses, you'd save millions of lives. Hear that, Ted? If I you're know. against this idea, you're racist. I know. Everybody's going to be depressed because they have to take care of their kids and they're going to have all these fake illnesses because they have to take care of the kids. I'm heartless is what I am. Who knew? So Is that the end, Tom? One short thing. So I think a lot of like – a lot of uh, the reason people might oppose this idea is because we have a puritanical work ethic in this country. Like uh, uh, we like brag about how much we suffer for the ones we love, like uh, bragging about how late they breastfeed their kids or how hard they uh, cook for their kids and they make their own food for their kids. It's like a martyr complex. It's like a martyr like complex. Like they're proud of themselves for what they do for yeah. their children. I know I hate that. <laughs> um, How dare they? <laughs> 
So <laughs> I can't wait till the time is. I think the notion of needlessly suffering to prove the depth of your love or to right or pre- having to pretend to, to that you have illness when you really don't. I know it's totally a waste. Well, that's a different issue, but basically, it's unhealthy, and and I call it the uh, so. It, I came up with a phrase that I think uh, should stick in society. I call it the uh, puritanical diaper penance. So we should try to get rid of that. Kind of just rolls of off like, the tongue, doesn't it? Man? <laughs> of like <laughs> making people suffer needlessly just penance. Uh, to, to like brag and to like show how much they love someone. It's sort of a – Totally uncalled for. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Why do they even do that? Right. Okay. Uh, so th- that that was my idea. Right. Like I said, um, I'm like 80, 80% there. You kind of lost me on the stupid people. Like I don't want stupid people you know, with my kids no matter how old they are. So you know, just you know, whatever normal level of intelligence. I mean you never know. At, you know uh, smart people might be attracted to this profession, whatever. You know, it's it's for everyone. This is what it would take me to get to your idea. Um, maybe not two and a half. And the other thing is, don't have the government pay for it. You know, just for people who want to do it, it it's it's cheaper than than hiring a nanny, which rich people do. So this is this is just like nannies for the masses. This that's why I think of Tom's idea here. Mass nanny. Mass nanny. All right. All right. Good job, Tom. <laughs> Great idea. A lot of effort went in that. It, it did. It did. So. What's what's the saying we're going to remember though the the pen the puritanical diaper penance puritanical I want to diaper that. penance yeah we use that put, puritanical yeah, put diaper put that in the penance. description because we're going to Google that later <laughs> puritanical diaper penance <laughs> I just thought of that at work today well it was Brilliant. supposed to be working it's the PDP <laughs> I'm comedian Dustin Lee my name's Ted Moss I'm your host Tom Walma this is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. So if you love the show, consider donating to Patreon. Thanks for listening. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.